I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. That's right. That's right. This is a special episode of Senior Care Live. Today is our birthday where we're celebrating the seventh anniversary of this program. How about that? Woo! I'm Steve Keeker, president of Senior Care Consulting. Thanks so much for tuning in today. You are appreciated. Senior Care Live is the nation's premier radio program, providing information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. This is a safe place to get accurate and reliable information you can absolutely count on. Each and every week, we discuss important issues such as how to remain independent in your own home, how to find the right senior care community, how to pay for the high cost of senior care, and legal issues involving elder law and estate planning. We also discuss senior-related health issues and how to care for the caregiver. As always, if you have a question, you can reach us on our toll-free number anytime. It's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. Or you can also visit online. It's a great website, Senior Care Live. L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com. All right, uh, we have an excellent program today. Uh, uh, Today I have the pleasure of welcoming two guests representing Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. So uh, welcome back to David Wiley, President and CEO of Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care, and to Chaplain Joel Carmer. And uh, David, we'll, we'll start with you today. You know, we've known each other for quite a while now, and one thing that I'm always struck by are the powerful stories of families served by the organization and and the stories of the organization itself. It just just incredibly powerful, just just wonderful. You know, you're so right, Steve, and it's good to be here today. Um, you know, stories can be a very powerful um, moment for for people. It's powerful when they're facing the end of life, um, who want to pass on their legacy, and for families grieving their loved ones um, who have died and. They're also a powerful way that our organization can share the impact of our mission to the community. So we're proud to, uh, like you, celebrating your seventh year anniversary. We're, we're celebrating our 40th anniversary this 40th, year. 40th, that's right. <laughs> and uh, Yeah. And, you know, um, what 
end of life care, you know, has meant literally to thousands of people that we serve each year. But, you know, our impact, it's not about the numbers. Um, it's about each one of the people and the families that we serve who bring us their own story. And um, it's really the best part of my day when our patients and families take a moment to share and thank us for being part of their lives at such an important time. And Steve, you know, we're blessed to be trusted in the lives of the families that we serve. And we're super thankful to be able to uh, be part of their story as they cope with serious illness and their end of life challenges. And as they move forward in their grief after the death of their loved one. So. Yes, sir. No doubt about that. And as you might imagine, as a chaplain, Joel is in a unique position to get to intimately know patients as well as their family members. And, you know, he's often called upon uh, to talk through worries, fears, hope, and grief, while at the same time providing comfort counseling and spiritual guidance. Uh, that's, that's a tall order. And, you know, by definition, hospice care involves a team-oriented approach to expert, compassionate medical care, pain management, and emotional and spiritual support. So, uh, Joel is an integral part of that. I invited Joel to be part of the conversation so he could share a few stories with us and bring to life that expert, compassionate end-of-life care that is just so important. So, uh, Joel, uh, welcome back to Senior Care Live. Thanks, Steve. Um, you know, when you're talking about a team-oriented approach, that is really what is is interesting to me and meaningful to me. Uh, it's great to be here, great to be back on uh, trying to help uh, seniors or all those who might be listening, uh, how we can best serve the community. And so I truly feel like I'm not only speaking for myself, but for Kansas City Hospice as an organization and even for the patients and families that I've had the great honor of serving over the years. All right. All right. So can you share what led you to this line of work and what is your background and how are you drawn to ministering uh, to the dying and their families? Well, I know we can spend a lot of time just on this piece, but I'm going to try to condense it down because this really, there's been a lot of things that have shaped uh, me being in hospice and and one of those is when my grandmother died when I was 12 years old, and it had a great impact on my life. I, If you would have told me at 12 years old that I would be working with dying uh, patients and families, I would have told you that uh, that is not ever going to be a part of my future. <laughs> uh, it was yeah. scary to me. It was um, something that, of, of mystery that was not comfortable. Uh, but as I continue to grow older and, and have some really positive experiences, and with the 22 years of working with Kansas City Hospice, I worked in the community of three churches, uh, pastoring them uh, in a variety of roles within hospice, working with children and adult through inpatient and home and nursing home and assisted living and long-term care. So that helped to get me to you know, where I am today and the stories that people have shared with me about their journey through life, through the joys and the, and the pain and the sorrows and the times of, of great victory as, opposed, as well as great defeat as well. So they really, um, my wife teaches history and I told her that I am blessed to be able to be a part of living history. 
um, to be able to listen to their stories. Yeah. That that is incredible. So, Joel, you've worked with so many people facing the end of life. What do you find meaningful as you offer spiritual guidance to others at just such a difficult time? On the other side of the door, when you knock on the door, you never know what situation is going to behold you. And for me to be able to have a complete stranger be able to trust me enough that they can share their life, they can share their fears and their concerns and regrets um, to release that pain of not measuring up to their own expectations of life, wishing that life would have been different, as well as being able to say how much they have enjoyed being a parent or a spouse or, you know, something, uh, being grateful for their family members that have helped them to become the people that they are today. I mean, we, we are just really, really um, blessed with having people sharing the intimacy of their life that if you drive down the street and you wonder who might be in somebody else's house and what their story is, we get an opportunity to find out what that story is. The, one of the things I um, learned early on was um, to not assume anything and to come with an openness of mind and heart. Um, this one young man that I'd like to tell you about, he was at the hospice house. He was 17 years old. Uh, his parents came with him and said, oh, he doesn't want to talk about anything. He's very closed and doesn't want to share. Um, I met him. He said, can you get me something to drink? And can we go away from here for a while so we can just talk? And I said, sure. So we got something to drink. We went into a, a private space and uh, I got to find out a little bit more about him. And he said, uh, ask me something really hard. And I said, are you talking about intellectually hard? Or are you talking about like gut-wrenching hard, emotionally hard? And he said, no. He said, uh, the gut-wrenching hard. And I said, are you afraid to die? He said, I'm not afraid to die. I'm afraid of my parents and what will happen to them and my brother when I die. We spent time processing that. We spent, he said, I don't want to die at home because I don't want my parents to have to walk down the hallway and pass by my room and know that I died there. Mm -hmm. He was looking out for his family. He was trying to, uh, he wanted to make sure that they had all of the, the things that he wanted to share with them. So he wanted me to videotape him. So I videoed for all of, for his, all of his family members and we took it to his home after he died which is what he wanted so we could share it with his family. It was a beautiful experience. Wow, that is that is so powerful. And and I think it's beautiful that this this person, you know, he, he said, I'm not afraid, but I'm concerned for my family and and took mm-hmm. steps. He didn't want them to to see the house in a different light. Uh and and that that's just uh uh, that that is absolutely amazing, and uh, Joel, thank you so much uh, for sharing that that beautiful story and illustrating how dignified and how loving the end of life 
can and and frankly frankly should be and for our listeners uh, just want to let you know if you'd like to reach out to Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care uh, you can reach uh, David and Joel just an awesome team at Kansas City Hospice at 816-363-2600-816-363-2600 and now the Senior Care Live question of the week Persons of different faith backgrounds may receive hospice care in a manner that respects their beliefs. Is that statement true or false? We'll have the answer right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, you can stream this program to any electronic device. Very simply, go to SeniorCareLive.com, click on the Listen Live button, give it a few seconds to connect, and it will start streaming to your electronic device. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. Persons of different faith backgrounds may receive hospice care in a manner that respects their beliefs. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is... True. The answer is true. Compassionate care is crucial in all end-of-life care settings, and that includes cultural and religious or spiritual awareness on the part of the entire healthcare team. Patients aren't homogenous, nor are their belief systems. So hospice care meets the family where they are, taking their age, stage of illness, and individual spiritual beliefs into account. All right, just want to thank Joel Carmer uh, for coming in and being on the program. He is super, uh, super busy, and what a fantastic job he does with Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care and in the Kansas City Hospice House and, and uh, the grief support team at the Solis House Caring Center for Grief and Healing. Uh, David, you're lucky to have Joel on the team. He is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, pre- I appreciate it, and you know um, he is uh, Steve, and I was glad he was able to share uh, the depth of the what the, what he's able to do and connect with people. So, all right, and I know you must hear stories like the one you know Joel shared uh, just a minute ago. Quite frequently, it, it's just it's truly remarkable. You know, it really is, Steve. And and uh, I do have the fortune of of hearing firsthand from our staff, just like Joel. Many of the family members of our patients, um, you know, they also write to me sometimes. Well, you know, just days or weeks or months or even years. Um, I get letters about the death of their loved one and to express the, the gratitude of the care and, um, that they've received with their loved one. It's heartwarming and it really does keep me going. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I thought I had a pretty good handle on the depth and breadth of services offered uh, by Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. But, you know, you have programs uh, serving Kansas Cityans regardless of age or the stage of illness or even their ability to pay, which is which is just uh, incredible. Uh, your services include advanced illness support, 
palliative care and hospice care, as well as grief support, counseling, and even therapy for patients and families who are grieving. I recently learned of yet another unique offering called Story Boutique. Uh, tell me a little bit about that and how Story Boutique came to be. I think this is just really, really interesting. You know, it really is a unique story, and it's really yet another way that we serve and engage with the, um, our community members. So, the top drawer, which is a resale boutique um, that we've had, has been located at 95th and Mission Road for almost 17 years. And it's a wonderful place um, for donors, shoppers, and volunteers to gather and share their lives and actually support our mission, which is terrific. Um, it's in the Ranchmark Shopping Center, which happens to be going through a major renovation. And because of that, we had the opportunity to relocate and renovate the store. So we're still in Ranch Mart, but we're behind O'Neill's Restaurant, which is on the north-hand side, um, just around the corner and um, <clears throat> from our previous spot. But the most exciting news is to go along with the new, fresh, and modern store is that we decided to give it a new name, and uh, which better represents, frankly, the, the families that we serve. So, and it's going to be called Story Boutique. All right. That is that is excellent. And not only is that a beautiful name, but it's a beautiful fit to all of the great work that you do. It is, Steve. You know, um, there are so many stories of joy and remembrance and love to be told. And often just the simple act of donating clothing, whether it's your own or maybe a loved one, uh, it brings a sense of peace and it brings forth memories of those very stories. So, we're um, also mindful that the generosity of our don donors helps create a new story for families in, in our community, which gives them access to Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care's expert and compassionate um, end-of-life support. So all of these proceeds support our organization's programs and services and stay right here in Kansas City. All right. Excellent. And what types of items do you accept and then sell? You know, we have many donors that are regulars, and um, that includes both individual and business donors. So we accept new or gently used uh, men's clothing, women's clothing, shoes, and bags that are contemporary uh, and, and in good condition. And we get a lot of designer brands, and it's amazing how many people donate things that still have tags in, on them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's some pretty good bargains, actually. Yeah. Um, we also have some home decor and some jewelry. Um, and some of our corporate partners, um, they're local home decor or floral shops, and they donate brand new merchandise straight off their sales floors, which is pretty cool. So um, the exciting thing is that on Monday, July 6th, so just in a couple days, we're reopening the store um, at the brand new locations. <clears throat> we're going to have some temporary hours um, from Monday through Friday, noon to five, and people can give donations uh, during that time also. And you can confidently know that 100% of those proceeds are going to stay um, right here or stay with Kansas City Hospice and helping our patients and families that we serve. That is excellent. Excellent. And I know you're, you're pretty choosy as far as uh, what you put out on the floor for sale, ensuring that items are clean and fresh and in excellent condition. Yeah. Uh, but I'm guessing that you aren't able to sell everything that is donated. So what happens to those things that maybe, maybe they just don't make the cut? They're not exactly uh, up to your par, your standards. Are, are these things thrown out or what, what do you do with these things? You know, that's a great question, and I'm really glad you asked, um, because we, we pride ourselves on being a, a resale boutique versus a thrift store. And so, you're right, not everything that's donated actually makes it onto the floor. But by and large, our donors are thoughtful about what they give us, and we're, we're grateful that many save their best clothing and household items to give to us. 
and they really know that it makes a difference in the community. So, but for those items that we're unable to use, we have other partnerships with other nonprofits and we pass them on um, directly to them for either resell efforts or in most cases for them to offer directly to their clients. So we're super proud. Um, if all possible, donate items. They don't go to waste and they're going to stay right here in our community, uh, not only um, for our mission, but the missions of many other community providers. All right. That, that's just incredible. That's a win-win all the way around. Uh, can you speak about how someone could get involved? Sure. Um, at Story Boutique uh, by Kansas City Hospice, we believe that each pre-loved treasure brings a story of joy and each donor a story of remembrance and uh, each volunteer shares a story of connection and each shopper helps create a story for families in our community. So really that sums up um, three ways um, how somebody can support Story Boutique, which is um, first as a shopper. So it's an easy way to support us. You can come in, um, you can check out everything. Um, there's some great things that are, that are available for sale. And um, in fact, we have some custom-made jewelry that's uh, made by one of our, don- uh, one of our um, volunteers named Kathy, and she actually won an award last year, which is great. Um, if you're a- unable to come into the store, you can check out um, eBay, um, which we have a special um, volunteer named Ann that supports that for us, that supports Kansas City Hospice. The second way is to donate. So if you come across something, that's awesome. Bring it in. We'll check it out, and we'll uh, make sure you get a donation uh, receipt. And then finally, volunteering. There's many ways to volunteer, whether you cover a shift at the store or maybe just sorting. If you don't want to do something live like that, you can actually help us in a remote way, and uh, in, including like writing a blog or doing something like that. So um, again, we're located in Ranch Mart, 95th and Mission in Leewood, just behind O'Neill's. Our reopening is on Monday, July 6th at noon. So we hope to see you there. All right. Excellent. David, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. We'll have more right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to a special episode of Senior Care Live where we're celebrating the seventh anniversary right here on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, you can reach us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. Don't forget, if you miss an episode of Senior Care Live, maybe you want to share the program with someone else or go back and hear it again, no worries at all. Go to SeniorCareLive.com, click on the podcast tab, and that's where you will find all of the previously aired episodes. I just want to say thanks again to my friend David Wiley. And uh, David and Joel were on the program, did a great job, and I just really enjoyed that. I want to remind our listeners about Story Boutique. It's located in Ranch Mart Center at 95th and Mission Road in Leewood. It's just behind O'Neill's Restaurant. Their grand opening is coming up right here Monday, July the 6th at noon. We hope to see you there. If you want uh, more information, you can go to KC Hospice 
kchospice.org slash story B, the letter B, kchospice.org slash story B. Everyone will be wearing their masks and please wear your mask as well. We'll all be safe and have a good time. Maybe find a great bargain or two. How about that? All right, so last week I talked about introducing a new segment into Senior Care Live, and we're talking about Senior Care in the News, and um, just wanted to uh, uh, do uh, one, and I think I'll probably do these pretty much every week. Uh, So last week I provided a teaser regarding the important question, what happens to your CARES Act, that government stimulus check of $1,200, if you're living in a nursing home and you're qualified for Medicaid and there, I mean, there are a lot of people living in nursing homes or qualified for Medicaid. They get this check. What happens to that? So the basic Medicaid rule for nursing home residents is they, they must pay all of their income minus the deductions. I covered all of this the last couple of weeks. So you take your income uh, and then you would deduct right off the top the your Medicare premiums to keep your Medicare in force. And the premiums might be 30 or $50 or might be 200 $250, whatever it is. You would pay that and then you would keep a dollar or two. So in Kansas, you'll keep $62 a month. In Missouri, $50 a month. And all of the states in the country are pretty similar numbers. Just a little bit of petty cash, a little bit of spending money, if you will. And then the rest goes to the nursing home. Uh, the government or the Medicaid program calls that the patient liability. Uh, I I like to speak in English. That's a copay. <laughs> so every single month, pay your insurance, you keep a dollar or two and whatever's whatever's left over goes to the nursing home as your copay every month. Okay, so if the stimulus payment were considered income, it would likely have to go straight to the nursing home. And regarding that asset calculation, remember that spend down that we've talked about before in previous episodes, since in most states, Medicaid recipients cannot have more than $2,000 in assets. Now, that's $4,000 in Missouri, $2,000 in Kansas. Most states are around $2,000. There was also a concern that the stimulus payment could put many recipients over that asset limitation. Okay, so that is the concern. So here's the news. So in a uh, the commissioner of the Social Security Administration has clarified that the Social Security Administration will not consider stimulus payments as income for Supplemental Security Insurance, or SSI, recipients. And you're wondering, now, wait a minute, why are you talking about that? Well, this is related. So hang with me here. And the payments to SSI recipients will uh, be excluded from resources, that that $2,000 month, for up to 12 months. So this is very important because, and then here's where it all comes together. State Medicaid programs cannot impose eligibility requirements that are more strict than the SSI requirements that I just shared with you. The payments should not affect your Medicaid eligibility because of that. So fortunately, stimulus checks are not being counted as income against the Medicaid income eligibility standard. And uh, and that is for up to 12 months. 
Okay, so you have 12 months to do something with your your newly found uh, $1,200, and they're not being counted against that asset calculation uh, where you have to keep your liquid assets at 2000 or lower in Missouri, 4000 or lower. So the recipient has up to one year to spend that check, and you're going to spend that down uh, to you know under 2000 or under 4000 and keep their countable assets, uh, again, uh, under 2000 in Missouri in Kansas and uh, under 4000 in Missouri. However, it is important that the money is not given away as a gift. Do not do that. Well, I'm just going to give this to so and so. No, no, don't do that. That's your money and you need to spend that on yourself. If and here's here's the big warning on this one, if the money is given away, Medicaid will assess a transfer of assets or a gifting penalty, which will terminate your Medicaid benefits. So do not give that money away. That money is yours and for your, you to spend on things for yourself. So uh, it's just really important to keep good records in the event that Medicaid wants verification of how those funds were spent. So in other words, you can receive the $1,200 payment and you have 12 months to spend it on whatever you want and, and to, to just buy things for yourself. Buy a new TV, buy some new clothes, new hearing aids, just stuff for yourself. And after 12 months, if you have any of that money left and it's not spent, then at that point, it could affect your Medicaid eligibility. So so be sure to get that spent within 12 months. And actually, I mean, it's it's a lot of money, but it, that would not be hard to do. <laughs> okay. Uh, if the nursing home has taken your money, and, and this, I think this is going to be a major issue. Uh, if the nursing home has taken your money, you must speak with them immediately and get it back because they're not entitled to that money. You are. And if the situation um, is yours, and you've worked with an elder law attorney in the past, I would recommend that you reach back out to your elder law attorney or elder law firm uh, immediately for assistance with this, uh, because uh, the bottom line is just the, the nursing home is not entitled to your stimulus check. Now, residents or their family who were compelled to sign their stimulus checks over to their nursing home are encouraged to file a complaint with their state survey agency, and I'm gonna give you the phone numbers here in a minute, uh, for investigation of the nursing home. And state-specific uh, complaint uh, contact information is available uh, on cms.gov. And I'm just gonna give you uh, a couple of uh, phone numbers here. You could also contact your area or your county area agency on aging uh, to get that number as well. But CMS and state investigators will make referrals to the state's attorneys general as appropriate if they find a nursing home in violation of these requirements. And residents and families are also encouraged uh, encouraged to contact their state attorney general directly uh, to uh, basically file a complaint and about your individual loss. And then the state's uh, attorney general uh, will contact uh, the nursing home and they will get your money back. 
okay? If you have no recourse, they're not giving your, the nursing home is not giving your money back. Uh, maybe you don't have family that can speak for you. Uh, maybe you did not work with an elder law firm or an attorney to help you qualify for Medicaid and file the application. Uh, as a last resort, and I would do this, I would do this. If they're not listening and they know the rules, they're not supposed to have your money. That's your money. Uh, and, and as a last resort, you can contact the state of Kansas or the state of Missouri or whatever state you live in, and you can file a complaint. Then you should get all of your money back uh, with their assistance. So I'm going to give you a couple of phone numbers here. So in the state of Kansas, you would call one 800 842-0078. So in Kansas, you would call 1-800-842-0078. And in the state of Missouri, here's the number for Missouri residents. Write this thing down, 1-800-392-0210. In Missouri, to file a complaint to get your government stimulus check back of $1,200 if uh, the nursing home took it or demanded that you sign it over to them. They cannot do that. Missouri, call 1-800-392-0210. And that is Senior Care in the News. How about that? All right. And you know what? I And, and this, this could be uh, for, uh, you, you know, nursing home residents. It could also be for anyone living in uh, assisted living or residential care, any facility that you live in where the facility said, hey, wait a minute, that money is ours. And especially if you are Medicaid qualified, that money is not theirs. That money is yours. And you have up to 12 months to spend that on anything that you would like. If you have questions about that, you could always reach me at SeniorCareLive.com. You could call the 1-800 number. And uh, I know for sure this has happened in a lot of nursing homes. Do not let them take your money. Take, take action and take action now and get your money back. All right, I'm going to have more right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to a special episode of Senior Care Live, where today we're celebrating our seventh anniversary of Senior Care Live right here on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. How about that? For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call us on our toll-free number anytime, and that's 1-800-331-6445. one 331 6445 and uh, so let's, uh, I've been talking quite a bit over the last several weeks about how to pay for senior care. And every time I sit down with the client, uh, with uh, a senior care consulting client, uh, we spend a fair amount of time on the financial part of that care profile. 
how are we going to pay for the cost of care? And I always, always ask uh, about uh, involvement in the military. Did you serve in the military? Are you a veteran? Was your dad a veteran? Your mom a veteran? And um, your loved one, your your spouse, whoever I'm talking to, uh, do we have a veteran here in the family? So let's uh, let's talk. And the reason I talk, I ask that is because very specifically about the VA aid and attendance benefit. It's a financial uh, benefit to help pay for the high cost of senior care. And as you would imagine, uh, we have uh, we have some hoops to jump through and some different qualifiers here. So let's talk about qualifications. First of all, you have a uh, you have a service qualification, a financial qualification, uh, care-related requirements you must uh, meet to receive the benefit. So service-related requirements, at least 90 consecutive days of active duty in one of the branches of our military, at least one of those days during a period of war. Uh, World War II, December 7th, 1941 through December 31st, 1946. The Korean conflict, June 27th, 1950 through January 31st, 1955. Vietnam was August the 5th, 1964, all the way through May the 7th of 1975. And you could have been uh, serving anywhere in the world. You could have been stateside, not even in a combat role, maybe in a support role, logistics role, etc. Uh, and you would qualify. The one exception to that, there, there is, a, is a little different date for the Vietnam War. If you had boots on the ground, the period begins February 28th, 1961. If you did not have boots on the ground, the Vietnam War period starts August the 5th of 1964. And then, of course, if you served in Persian Gulf War, uh, I, I believe that is still considered ongoing. And then your last service requirement, not dishonorably discharged. Okay, and then they look at your financial related requirements, your exempt assets include your house, your car and all the stuff in your house. Kind of sounds like Medicaid, doesn't it? Right. Uh, but your liquid assets uh, are they're looking at liquid assets of one hundred and twenty nine thousand ninety four dollars or less. And then there is a financial uh, calculation for your income. So they're looking for income for VA purposes or the IVAP calculation. It, they take your monthly income minus your unreimbursed medical expenses. That could be anything from your health insurance premiums uh, to your cost of your assisted living, or your home care costs, all of those things added up. If your income minus that unreimbursed medical expense is zero or less in the negative, which is easy to do, you would qualify for the maximum reimbursement. Uh, so what are some things that qualify as an unreimbursed medical expense? Uh, you know, long-term care, uh, assisted living community, uh, health uh, insurance premiums, your Medicare premiums, diabetic supplies, home care expense, incontinence supplies, and the cost of your prescriptions. And then you have to require at least uh, assistance with at least two activities of daily living. So they could be a combination of bathing, 
uh, mobility or transferring, incontinence assistance, uh, assistance eating or feeding uh, yourself, uh, toileting, dressing, medication management, or meal preparation. And if you need a little bit of help, it's pretty easy to need help with at least two of the items on that list. So the 2020 uh, VA aid and attendance benefit amounts uh, for a single veteran, uh, it pays $1,911. That's $22,939 annually. That's a lot of money. For a married veteran, it pays $2,266. And for the surviving spouse, so you were married to a veteran, that veteran has passed away, uh, and you are the widow or widower, uh, you would uh, receive $1,228. And uh, that's a lot of money. And this can help you pay for the high cost of your senior care. Uh, now, at one point, the applications for this benefit, um, it, it was taking a long time. <laughs> it, it was taking over 12 months. I believe it, for a clean app, uh, it's been around three to four months. Once it's approved, they will pay retroactive to your application date and then monthly thereafter. And I refer all of my clients to the national headquarters of the VFW. They're right downtown in Kansas City, uh, basically right about 34th and Broadway. Here's their phone number to get assistance with that application. 816-968-1153. 816-968-1153. All right. And then just in, in recognition of the seventh anniversary I just wanted to say uh, thanks uh, to uh, a, a lot of folks at, at Talk 980, KMBZ, uh, Intercom. Thanks to Rich Deutsch and John Stoffer and Mark Groves and our producer extraordinaire, Sean Floyd. Uh, Sean does a great job uh, making me sound better than I actually do. <laughs> and then our old friend, Ron Moore, he helps out and pinch hits now and then. And to, to all of the, so so just thanks to that just great group of, of folks at, at uh, Talk 980. And thank you so much for all of your incredible support. And then to all the listeners uh, for your support, we have a lot of people uh, who say this is this is tune-in radio. I mean, this is appointment radio. They literally listen uh, every single week. A lot of people uh, may not be able to listen every week, so they subscribe to the podcast and they listen to the podcast on their own time. But I'll tell you what, I'm just so humbled to know that you spend part of your day with me here on Saturdays and now on Sundays as well. Thank you so much for your support. And uh, I've just been blessed to have some really, really great guests on this program. And uh, as we continue along here, uh, I'll have some other guests and I continue to try to raise the bar even higher as we grow the program. And then I also want to thank and recognize our partner sponsors for their amazing support. Without them, this program would not be possible. Uh, our friends at Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care, David Wiley and the wonderful staff there at KC Hospice, thank you so much. Uh, the Masonic Cancer Alliance with Hope and Ashley and, and Dr. Doolittle and all of the wonderful group there at the Masonic Cancer Alliance, thank you so much. Home Care Assistance with Christy Whitney and the excellent group there at Home Care Assistance Kansas City, thank you very much. And the Neptune Society for the Cremation Services, uh, thank you to the Neptune Society for your uh, partnering uh, for all of these years. We're getting ready to add some more partner sponsors. And if your organization is interested in partnering with us, just let me know and we'll have a chat about that. 
<laughs> and then uh, uh, last but not least, just want to thank my family. And, and my wife uh, has fully supported me from day one. My mom is my biggest cheerleader. My kids, you know, what would I do without you? I just love my family so, so very much. So I just wanted to say thank you so much uh, to everyone. And I couldn't be more proud to celebrate the seventh anniversary of this program right here today. Wow, what a ride it's been. And and uh, God willing, we'll, we'll be on for many, many more years. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I'll see you next week right here on Senior Care Live. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.